This show is brought to you by earpeeler.com. to episode 160 of the Mars Attacks podcast. I'm your host, Victor. And for this episode, I have a very special interview with Mr. Ian Wadley of the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. Uh, for those of you that don't know, the show started out with... Um, uh, with that uh, plug for Ear Peeler, the podcasting news site that uh, that I was running and that is wrapping up and coming to a close. My reason for including that in the intro is because I have a podcasting tournament going on right now, which has um, generated a, a bunch of drama, a bunch of, uh, I think to an extent, misinterpreted uh, interaction between a bunch of different podcasts. Uh, say what you will. Say if, you know whether you get what Rock and Metal Combat podcast does, what Ian and, and Ralph Vieira do. Um, they've been a major part of getting the uh, Rock and Pod Expo going every year. They've been the the biggest backers, not only from a um, a cheerleading standpoint, but also from being able to generate money for the event. I think that, uh, you know, people need to respect that because that's, you know, a major deal uh, for getting a event that that really focuses on podcasting and, and music in general. And whether you like them or not, I mean, you don't have to like their their type of show or their banter or whatnot. Um, but I still think, you know, much like in the '80s when Stern was was getting big, um, I think you car you kind of need to respect the the you know the fan base. And if you don't like it, don't listen. Uh, I mean, that's the the bottom line. Uh, for people that are detractors, the, you know there are certain things that um, that are discussed that maybe people don't understand the whole gist of it, um, and really they. Well, I don't want I don't want to jump into it too much because Ian is going to discuss a lot of this stuff. Um, as I've said to people, you know. Uh, during this whole debacle with the tournament. And my idea for this podcasting tournament was to promote shows, to give one last push to podcasts. And I'm hearing back from people saying, you know, thanks to this, I've checked this show out. Thanks to this, you know, I never thought I'd give this show a chance. But since they've gone this far, since they've gotten the round three, uh, I'm going to, I've decided to check them out. Or. You know, I've been getting a lot of stuff like that, or, or even you're seeing camaraderie between shows. You're seeing different things. Um, th- there's good stuff, and there's other stuff that you know I wish kind of wouldn't come out in the sense that you know there's there's a certain pocket of people that I 
I kind of wasn't expecting to to be poo-pooing this from the start. They have been. That's their prerogative. I've been asked to have shows removed. Um, I haven't done that because I think fans who have voted for these shows ultimately are the ones that that I would disappoint if if we were to do that. Um, they're voting on it, and and this is I've said it a bunch of times. I do a, a live. Uh, video every night on on Facebook discussing that day's uh, voting, and I've said it a bunch of times. This is almost like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the sense that the bands really don't give a shit, but the fan base does. Uh, the fan base is pulling for this band or the other band to get in. They feel more disrespected than the actual band does. Uh, things of that nature. So I think it's it's similar to that, you know. I think the fan bases that have spoken up and have voted for their shows, I I think they deserve to be able to keep voting for shows if they keep going on round after round. So it's really not my place to to yank anything. That's at least that's my opinion. Um, with regards to. Um, to Ian, you know, I don't always agree with everything that they say on their show, um, but in this case, you know, I wanted to provide a space where he could talk and explain his side of things. I think that there are a lot of people that are just jumping to conclusions and and thinking that these guys are, are one thing or another thing or, you know, and Ian is speaking for himself, not for Ralph. Um Without actually having a chance to listen to both sides of things. People are coming in at the tail end of of something that's been going on for more than a year. And all of a sudden, you know, determining who's, you know, who the good guy is, who the bad guy is, whatever. Um, With regards to the tournament, I've had people call me out and say, hey, you need to... You, you need to uh, get behind one person or get behind the other person. I haven't done that because I think both sides have, have equally defended themselves and equally poured more gas on the fire. Uh, the shame of all of this is that it, I think that some people are getting played in the sense that they're commenting on things and they're not realizing that some of their comments are being used behind their back. Um, Ian details this with how he's getting daily updates about what other shows are saying about him. So if you're saying things in confidence, they're really not in confidence. They're being shared with other people. So just keep that in mind when you when you talk to different people. Um, also, he goes into you know lengthy discussion with uh with regards to other people that uh they may have beefs with or or whatnot and how certain things started and and i mean i don't know um obviously people know my connection to talking metal and to mark striegel and i write uh for talkingrock.net definitely check that out um Mark is the reason why why I started uh, podcasting. Uh, my opinion on Mark is completely different to Ian's. He can, you know, he, he can say whatever he wants. 
to the extent that I'm not a person that censors anyone. Uh, that's his opinion. Doesn't mean that I have the same opinion on uh, with regards to Mark. Um, I've been around, you know, uh, figuratively, I've been around Mark for, you know, nine years with this podcast and and the Fusion Sonica podcast and a bunch of other different projects that um, that I've worked on with him over the years. And he's been a, a big backer of mine. So my interpretation of, you know, my relationship with him has nothing to do with, you know, Ian's Um do I agree with everything that he says? Um, again, uh, <laughs> this is his opinion. This is his story. Um, doesn't doesn't mean that I have to agree with everything. I can see where he's coming from, uh, but everyone reacts to situations differently. Uh, I've always tried to be someone that's... Uh, tried to get past problems and and tried to um, you know if, if I see that an issue takes place I, I want to kind of forge ahead and and try to get past it more so than you know continuously um, beating on it. I'm seeing that in this tournament where uh, there seems to be you know a, a dead horse that's continuously beat over and over again. Uh, but I want to get past that. That's that's why I really haven't, you know, gone with anyone saying, you know, please, please remove me, because I think in the end there there are certain factors that are, you know, making people choose sides or make certain decisions without people having a a clear cut idea of what's actually taking place, or they're actually forming their own opinion based on. You know they're 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 getting a uh, something that's something that's uh, laced <laughs> before they're about to eat it. It's laced with some sort of poison, and um, and they don't realize what what they're actually you know eating. Um, they're they're eating something that's tainted. the The information that they're getting isn't. Um, is, isn't they're not 100% looking into uh, what's going on now if they have um, I don't know notions of about somebody without really knowing that person or without going to that person one of the biggest issues with the internet is being able to just throw an opinion out there but you know instead of confronting the person and saying hey you know look asshole why are you saying this or why are you saying that um you you don't you know there's no dialogue there's no real communication in a lot of instances so how how are you to form an opinion on something well i mean it's easy to form an opinion or judge someone but then you don't realize that maybe what you're what you're saying isn't you know you don't have the full story and a lot of people are just too proud to you know say hey man i screwed up maybe i should have looked into this further or maybe you know instead of just going along for the ride with what someone else was saying i should have formed my own opinion on this um at the same time i think that there are some people that are um uh, that maybe they are they're, they're they're too quick to pull the trigger on things uh, maybe they don't realize when things are jokes when you know when they feel that 
boundaries are being crossed at the same time, man, on both sides of, of everything here. Um, there needs to be more communication. If, if you feel that somebody has, you know, stepped on your toes, reach out to them and say, Hey man, I'm, I'm not cool with this. You know, talk about it, get, get shit straightened out. You know, we're, we're all supposedly adults and don't go running to a third party to, to, you know, vent on this stuff because it's not, it's not conducive. You're you're throwing shit on someone else's lap, who honestly, similar to what I'm what I've been saying from the start with the whole um, rock and metal combat thing and Andrew Jacobs thing. I've tried to stay out of it, regardless of you know where I've seen things going or where they started from or, or this and that, because they can handle one another. You know, as as much as people are, are coming out. Are coming out and saying, you oh, know, well, you know, Ian, um, Ian saying stuff about Andrew's wife consistently. You know, you, you guys are kind of missing out on the point that also Andrew has been, you know, talking about, um, you know, the the death of of Ian's father. You know, uh, that predated talking about his wife, um, talking about his his kid and stuff like that, you know, th- that doesn't come up as much anymore, but go back and check out history, check out what's happened and what led to this. Um, so we're, all that is discussed in this. Am I saying that Ian's a saint by no stretch of the imagination? Ian, you know, Ian is, is what he is and he makes no, you know, make no mistake about it. Uh, listen to the interview regardless of what i say form your own opinion and then move forward with that if if you think you know you want to uh hash things out or whatever approach him he's he's never been one that's been shy to to talk about things you know talk to him uh, get your shit straightened out with him um and just put all this drama and all this bullshit behind everyone you know let's get back to talking about music and talking about you know great shows in the end this whole tournament is about is about the love of podcasting. Is about um, you know spreading the word about various shows. You know, like I've said in my recap videos, the sixty four shows that I chose, I feel strongly about either because I'm you know a fan of theirs or because of you know the interaction that people have had with me over the years. Um, regarding these shows. So I think it's, you know, it, they needed to be there. Uh, there was an issue between the Kishri Science Theater guys that they talked about not wanting to be part of this because their show was no longer around and, and this, that, and the other thing. And my whole thing was, People have flat out told me this was the reason I started podcasting. These guys influenced me in my podcast, you know, so I wanted to make this an homage to them, an homage uh, to them. And now they've said that they're going to be releasing an episode this month. Does that mean maybe they're going to shit on me or the tournament? So be it. But you know, whatever. I, I hope that's not the case, but if it is, it is. You know, it's their their deal. Hopefully, you know, uh, they've maybe realized what um, what what they mean to people, and and hopefully, 
you know, I don't know. Maybe they have something special in store that people weren't expecting. So um, there's that. Uh, I've, you know, if if you guys want, please go to uh, Ear Peeler's Facebook uh, page and help vote, spread the word of these great shows. Check some of these shows out. Um, for all intents and purposes, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to keep that Ear Peeler page going. Don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, my plan at the moment is to, uh, you know, get rid of the Ear Peeler website. Because, I, I mean, I don't want to do one of these... Um, you know, farewell tour things, and then, you know, so, oh, no, no, just kidding. Quite honestly, should I have done this tournament sooner because of all the, because of everything that it's generated, all the traffic that it's generated and and everything else? Um, maybe, you know, maybe had I done this a year ago, I would have been able to um, keep your peeler alive. You know, at the moment, you know, I, I tried to make this as I've, Explained a bunch of times. I've tried. I tried to make ear peeler my job uh, due to various reasons, uh, due to health issues, due to kids, uh, you know. Um, but unfortunately, at this point, you know, um, going through all the uh, um, extra money we had and living off of one paycheck um, just isn't going to work anymore. I've been. I was dumping a lot of money into ear peeler on a monthly basis. And at this point in time, it's just time to move forward and try something new. Uh, if nothing else, this is going to be a learning experience. I'll take the good with the bad and realize, you know, sometimes it's just as important to realize what not to do as to repeat things that were successful. Maybe these tourna- this tournament that I did will appear maybe on Mars Attacks or someplace else. I'm, I'm not sure, but... Uh, it's a shame, you know, I've gotten more likes since I've started this than the inception of the of the site when it took off because and ultimately that was due to me friending people. But uh, it is what it is and I've gotten a lot more traffic to the Facebook page um since this started than to the site and I'm talking about 10,000 more, you know, times more, uh, maybe not 10,000, but, um, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, uh, a thousand times, not 10,000, wonky math there, about a thousand times more traffic a day to this, um, Facebook page than I have to the, uh, ear peeler website or to the Facebook page before doing this. So, uh, I have ideas for maybe doing other tournaments. Uh, hopefully, there won't be as many people that are upset or, you know, bothered by being included. Uh, ultimately, again, people see it as a competition. I see it as a way to help promote things. And to me, it's cool to see, you know, fan bases rise up and at the last second squeak out a victory for one show over another. I mean, there are a ton of shows that have been close to 50-50 during the various rounds, and it's cool to see one one specific um, uh, side rise above the other side, you know? So, uh, it's been cool. My, my whole thing has been from the start, 
to help promote podcasting. I hope that I've turned people onto more than one show. That was the end end game of everything. Um, I had hoped that maybe, you know, through Amazon links and through ads that, you know, I could have raised money and made this all viable and help put food on the table at the same time. But it's obvious that's not the case. So been interesting uh, (laughs) job hunting for the first time and, you know, in a long time. But uh, uh, the the whole thing, you know, life goes on. You just got to persevere and keep keep moving forward. There's, you know, not going to curl up in a ball and get in, and go into the corner. So uh, that is that. Um, we're just going to jump into the uh, interview with Ian. I want to thank anyone who is checking this out. Um, if anyone doesn't care to listen to this because of, you know, the guests or whatnot, then that's your prerogative. Uh, if anyone doesn't make it to the end, it's, you know, your deal as well. Um, I had fun talking to Ian. Ian has always been good to me. He has always helped promote what I have going on. Um, and he's, again, he's always been somebody who has gotten what I've been trying to do. So I thank him for that. Um, it's not up to me to convince everyone to like what he does, to like, you know, what he says or to agree what he says. That's up to you to form your own opinion. And, um, and that's that. Oh, one other thing that I did want to bring up, uh, first time in six months, Galaxy of Geeks has, uh, posted an episode. That's my, uh, one of my other podcasts with Chris Vaglio. Uh, we talk about all things uh, geek-related this time around. We talk about uh, Joaquin Phoenix's The Joker film, uh, Deadpool 2, was it funnier than the first, Ant-Man and the Wasp, James Gunn controversy and the status of Galaxy, not Galaxy of Geeks. I always fuck that up. Yeah, I'd wish they'd make a movie off my damn podcast. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, did... Did they kill the Guardians off in the reshoots for Avengers 4 due to all this? Hmm, something to think about. That's something we discussed. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home speculation. Venom, how do you say symbiote? Because initially they were saying symbiote, Sony. So they weren't even fucking pronouncing their own stuff right. Uh, our review of the solo movie and Disney and DC streaming services. So if any of that stuff interests you, go to galaxyofgeeks.net, check it out. Uh, or you can subscribe via iTunes, uh, Google Play, uh, or you know Stitcher, all that great stuff. We have links to all that right up on the galaxyofgeeks.net page, or you can stream it directly from the site or download it as well. So let's get into the episode. Thanks, folks. Um, the episode, the interview with Ian will pretty much round out the rest of the episode. So again, thanks for checking this out and see you next time right here on the Galaxy. Fuck, getting the wrong podcast name. Plugging one, saying the wrong thing. See you next time on Mars Attacks, damn it. The, the first thing that I want to 
talk to you about is the recap shows that you do with Ken. Because I'm I'm going to be honest with you, and I said it during tonight's recap. Uh oh. If if it wasn't during if it or if it wasn't for the recap shows that you guys do, I wouldn't be doing my own like recap video every night. <laughs> I, I suck so bad. You had you had to save <laughs> save the tournament. I get that. I understand. No, I would say quite the opposite. I think your um, show is so entertaining. Um, and at the same time, it, it makes me see different things that maybe I hadn't thought of, um, which I think is kind of lost with, with some people's like kind of um, perception of things on the internet. People feel that they have to take sides on things without kind of forming their own opinion on something without kind of, you know, getting enough evidence and saying, all right, well, this is my opinion or this is how I'm going to act on this. Um, there's a lot of times where I think about some of the matchups and then I'll hear you and Ken talk about certain things and it either validates something that I had in mind or a new idea kind of comes up. And I mean, I've quoted some of the stuff that you've said before. Um, and and there was watch out really... that'll get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there was one really evident thing, and it didn't have to do with with your show tonight. But I was thinking to myself, how many people are 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 starting to vote against other shows because they don't want their shows going up against them? Yeah, well, I think there's there's all kinds of dirty pool going on right now. And, you know, but I just, I, you know, it's the way I am. I wear my heart on my sleeve and my foot in my mouth. You, you know, I just, I say what I feel, I call it like I see it, but I see a lot of, you know, the so-called nice guys, they're doing their things behind the scenes. And right. and I, you know, I, I don't care, but I mean, let, let's call a spade a fucking spade. People are doing it because everybody wants to win. It's human nature. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, and, and, and even, even Ken, I mean, the nicest guy in the world, you know, Mr. Kumbaya, I mean, his fucking AIDS test got a false positive. That's how happy that guy is, you know, but he's got his kiss world order where all the kiss people get together and who can beat that? Because that that's like fighting the Vietnamese. How do we argue with a 50 year old man who thinks Sonic Boom is a good album? I mean, those people are going to fight to the fucking death. Right. So everybody, everybody has a, a different angle. And I know people vote against people. They don't like I've done that. You know, I've, right. I've voted against people just because I don't like them. Uh, sometimes I've gone with the name of the podcast I like better just because I'm mm -hmm. not familiar with it. But right. I've seen I've seen everybody. You know, there's all this talk about, oh, people are going to get hurt and been out of shape and you shouldn't worry about who votes for who. I haven't talked to one motherfucker in this who ain't looking at who votes and who doesn't vote against them. It's human <laughs> nature. And you can see. Right. So you're going to look. Everybody's fucking doing it. You know, yeah. and and it's all how people are reacting to it. You know, and 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 it's it's fucking human nature. And I think BJ and Matt were probably a little smart to see where this was going to head up, but it's just it's getting even worse. You know, and 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 the right. the butt the butt hurt and the crybaby factor surprises even me. You know, I can't believe how much drama has come out of this bullshit and how many grown ass people have bought into it and played right into people's hands. Yes. You know, it's, it's mind boggling. Yes. I, I, I agree with you 100%. And that's, 
something that I tried addressing in today's recap show. Um, and and there was someone, you know, uh, someone from from your group, from uh, one of the listeners to the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. I've, uh, Michael Glamire. My Glamire uh, could be. Is he is he the one that has the uh, uh, the the picture that looks like the uh, jacket with all the patches? Yes, I believe so. I believe that's okay. Michael Glamire. Okay, so he tried calling me out yesterday uh, because because I said that I wasn't going to get involved. I wasn't going to get in the middle of the um, what you guys and Andrew have going on, going back and forth. Um, and he's not the first one to kind of give me this message that well, if you're not coming out and out and supporting, you know, rock and metal combat podcast on this issue, then that means that you're in favor of Andrew. And to me, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to be able to convince everyone about this and so be it. If people don't believe me, then fuck them or whatever. But my, my whole thing here is this is an ongoing feud that has been going on for a long time. And the origins of this come from, from some misogynistic bullshit that I think if most people would kind of realize where it came from, maybe wouldn't have the opinion that they have yeah. today. And well, that's for, part first of the and, problem. Go, go ahead. For, for, first and foremost, uh, this doesn't have shit to do with anybody except me and fucking uh, Andrew. Right. Okay. I, I mean, if somebody wants to get all fucking butthurt about it, that that's your fucking problem. It's right. not my problem. This is something that's been ongoing. Here's what happened. Everybody knows what a fucking podcast stalker this is. Because when you don't have a job, it's easy to sit around all day and listen to podcasts and promote them. I've had multiple, multiple shows come up to me and say they're creeped out by this motherfucker. And he ain't all there. All right? It's not just one. It's everybody that I fucking talk to about it. Uh, you know, but here's the thing. Everybody loves it. Because he promotes their shows. Right. Well, you know what? If if you don't like him, but you need him that bad to promote your show, that's your fucking problem. Because I work my ass off to talk to my fucking fans every fucking day. Right. I interact with my listeners every day on multiple pages on the on the uh, podcast page on my radio show page. I talk to people. I get my name out there. I don't need anybody else to do it. Now, if somebody mm-hmm. wants to do it, that's fine. But I don't need it, and I'm not going to stand by somebody. That is a complete fucking asshole. I, I don't want. I don't want a person like that representing my show or people like connecting me with him. Like think like, hey, that's what I'm fucking about. You know, it'd be like if if uh, Charles Manson was the sponsor for Pampers. You, you know, <laughs> right. you know, who's gonna buy that shit for their fucking kid? He was posting a bunch of misogynistic shit. You know, uh, you know, and all this this hate filled shit. And I called him on it. I said, hey, dude. What's your fucking problem? And I know it stems from his personal, you know, him and his wife breaking up every other week, but it was all this anti-woman shit, you know, and mm-hmm. he yeah. would just brag about getting, you know, blocked from Rosie O'Donnell's Twitter feed and fuck Roseanne, you know, but now she's a Trump supporter, so he loves her. Uh, right. <laughs> but, you know, this kind of shit, and I just called him on. I'm like, dude, chill the fuck out. And, and he got fucking all upset, and we got into an argument, and I'm just like, you know what, get the fuck out. I, I don't fucking need you. I don't want you representing me. You know, 
and put my name. I don't want people to think I'm associated with you. Go fuck yourself. Right. End of discussion. So then it was over. Okay. He blocked me, whatever. I don't, nothing. A fucking year goes by. And now he starts up his shit again because he's got no attention. This guy wants a podcast so fucking bad, but he doesn't want to do the work. He wants to join an existing podcast, you know? Right. So, so he can just step right in and, and, and he thinks he'll be a fucking star or some shit. Okay, and it didn't happen. He tried on a couple. It didn't happen. He's fucking terrible. So he goes away for a fucking year, and then he starts talking shit on uh, other pages about me that he knows I can't see because I'm being blocked. Well, guess what? It's going to get back to me. And Ralph knew about it for a long time and didn't say anything because mm-hmm. he knows I'm a, I'm a fucking, not only am I fucking black Irish, I'm a fucking Taurus, you know? I hold a <laughs> grudge with both fucking hands. Right. And uh, eventually it got back to me. And I'm like, oh, Really? Really, you want to start with me. You want to start this back up again, because I left the fucker alone. Okay, he started back up, and, you know, you know fuck Eminem and, uh, you know, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> you know, you want to you do some diss track. You, you ever heard uh, the diss track Eminem did about me? No, because I'd eat no. his fucking ass up, and he knows it. You know, but this fucker <laughs> wants to pick a fight with me. Well, brother, you know, and this guy... Has said shit about you know my 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 dead dad. He said shit yeah. about my kid. He said some real vile shit that doesn't bother me one bit because I'm a grown ass man. What do I worry about what some lunatic on fucking disability that doesn't even fucking work say about me? Mm-hmm. You, you know, if you let shit like that, you know, it's like people who get so wrapped up about Facebook and they let it control their fucking life. If you can't handle this shit, this make believe land that is Facebook. How the fuck are you going to boot up and go to work every fucking day and deal with real life? Yeah. You know, it boggles my mind. So, you know, people who know me and knew my father and, and know my son were more offended than I was. Mm-hmm. And, and they attacked him. And then he started attacking uh, the audience. So, of course, they fucking attacked him. And it's just like, you're not going to fucking beat me. You're not going to fucking beat me. You're a loser. And he keeps it up. So, you know what? I'll give it back fucking tenfold. So I do my little dig. I don't involve anybody else. I just do my thing. It's a known thing on the show. It's a known gag. And there's times where Ralph, Ralph's like, I want no part of it. I respect that. <laughs> Me and Ralph are totally fucking different. You know, we, mm-hmm. were, we have great chemistry, but we're totally different people. Different shit pisses us off. He stayed out of it until fucking he started doing all kinds of racial shit about Ralph being fucking Cuban. You know, which, you know, he's American of Cuban heritage, but he said all kinds of racist shit that, that people like, this is who you're defending. A woman hating rape, uh, rapist, uh, racist, you know, and, right. but, 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 you know, he's the fucking victim here. He sends me fucking daily emails about how his goal is to get me, uh, banned from the fucking expo. He wants me banned from the tournament, you know, and he's going to do, that's this fucker's life mission. And he goes to all these people who fucking put up with this crazy shit because he promotes their fucking show and gets sympathy. And all of a sudden, these fucking idiots who've never met me, don't even know me. Okay, now all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm fucking Damien. You know, I'm, I'm the worst thing. Hey, you might not like my sense of humor. Hey, that's fine. A lot of people, I think your fucking show is boring. And so do your audiences, you know, but. You know, but they're making, you know, about them. And then all of a sudden they're going to take the high road. You know, go fuck yourself, you self-righteous fucking prick. There's not one person that I have a beef with uh, that didn't start the shit with me. I mean, you you name it from fucking P. 
Pat Francis to Mark Striegel to fucking, uh, what's that goofy looking fucking butler? All these motherfuckers started shit with me. Never did anything until until they come after me. But you come after me, I'm going to fucking take you out. And, and, and that's what it is. But I don't drag anybody else into it. I do my thing. We say this on the show all the time. What I say, Ralph's like, that's Ian. And I'll say it right now, you know. And, and don't ask me anything about Ralph because that's Ralph's shit, you know. But you can ask me anything about me or where I stand. But I, I, I got no... I got no problems that anybody can try to challenge me or, you know, if you, you think you know something I don't, let me know. But I can tell you facts about every fucking beef that I have, where it started, and where it's fucking going. All right. I'm going to tell you one thing that I'm sure you know nothing about. I think you bought Vinnie Vincent's dress from the wrong store. <laughs> uh, you don't like Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> it should have been Target, damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a Walmart close to my house. It wasn't oh, that big of a deal. <laughs> I mean, yeah. hey, there was there was people pissed at me about that, you know. Yeah. You know, well, oh, how, there's people pissed at how dare I make fun of Vinny Vincent, you know, or how dare I wear a dress, you know. There was those fucking homophobic motherfuckers, you know. There's all the kinds worst, of shit. I don't you, give you, a fuck, you know. You could have said you were wearing Monica Lewinsky's dress, and you know, yeah. had had the stamp of, had the seal of approval all over it. <laughs> Right, but, but, you know, there's, there's fucking 50-year-old KISS nerds fucking upset because, oh, yeah. you know, I, I make fun of anything KISS-related. You know, even though, you know, I've spent thousands of dollars on KISS, met every member but two, seen them fucking a gazillion times, you know. But, oh, you got you say anything, and then you're an asshole for that, you know. And, you right. know, we don't – I don't do softball questions. I don't do any of that shit, man. I keep it fucking real. And, you know, you take it or leave it. If you don't, I don't give a fuck, you know. But – if if you don't start nothing with me, I can be your best fucking friend, and you can ask anybody at the expo who did spend time with me, who did hang out. They're all my friends, right. every fucking well, one of them. You know. Yeah, we'll 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 talk about the expo in a little bit because I definitely want to jump into that as well. Um, with with the, with the whole thing going on with Andrew, though. Um, the the way I see it, I mean, I think you touched on a lot of great things. I, I, I what kind of annoys me, and like I said, I didn't want to get involved or anything, but I'm seeing, you know, in the end, what he's been doing got to someone like Ken Mills, and and I said it to Sinzak oh, yeah. today. I go, they 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 broke Ken Mills. Because- oh, I, I told him that. I talked to Ken today. I yeah. told him I couldn't believe this fucking shit. I'm, I was like, really, you of all people, you of all pe- you're going to give this guy exactly what he wants. And that's yes. to tear this shit all apart. Yep. And I go, and you're giving it to him on a platter, and especially you, because everybody looks to Ken, he is the pod father. And I go, and if yeah. you walk out on this shit, it's like Jesus walking out on the apostles. You know, you <laughs> right. let him fucking win. And he's like, oh, I, I don't know. And then he comes back to me. And says, you know, he talked to BJ and he talked to Matt and they said, don't quit. You know, he's right. like, I'm, so I'm not going to quit. I go, sure. I go, listen to them. I go, the fucking black Irishman tells you something and hey, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm like, look, I drink and I know things, you know. Fucking don't give these people this shit. And, and, and to the weak fucking pussies who bought into it, that's on you. Grow a fucking spine and a set of balls, you know. And, I, and I'm glad he's changed his mind because... I'm glad people like you enjoy the fucking recap, you know, Absolutely. you know, cause it's, it's having fun and it's yes. trying to entertain it. It like fucking, uh, uh, Sinzak said, 
He goes, it's like Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan. You know, he's the class and I'm the ass. You know, enjoy it. Laugh, motherfucker. You know, gee, I mean, what what are these people's sense of humor? I I bet they like Jeff Foxworthy and that Jeff Dunham puppet motherfucker. I guess that's their fucking speed. You know, (laughs) If, if this is too, oh, oh, I can't take this shit, you know. Fuck you. I grew up on Sam Kinison and fucking Dice and George Carlin and Pryor, people who spoke the fucking truth and, and, you know, let everything else burn. That's where I come from. I'm not here to fucking, you know, make you feel good. I'm here to make you laugh. Yeah, and in the end, you hit the nail on the head because ultimately he's he's trying to get attention for himself. He's trying oh, to get yeah. everyone to – he's he's – like I said to a few other people today, he's trying to play the martyr while continuously dousing yeah. the fire with gasoline. Yeah. I was his favorite podcaster. He, you know, because he used to make these lists. Yeah. I was his favorite, and then it was Earl, and then me and Earl were tied. You know, and then then he got mad at me, and then his favorite podcaster was Ralph, and then Ralph said something about him, and then he hates us. You know, and yeah. the guy listens. He knows everything. He's he's fucking one of those people that listens every fucking week. You know. But acts like he hates us. But he wants us. He wanted a podcast so bad. I kept telling him, "I'm like, get off your ass and do it. It's what we did. Go do it." But he's he's so fucking lazy. And he tried to get on a podcast with Terrence. He tried to get on a on he uh, and he did for a while. Then he did a thing with uh, Ironcast for a while. Mm -hmm. Nobody could stand him. And guess boy, he had an original idea. He he got drunk and talked about records. Hmm. Boy, that's fucking original. I thought you hated me. You know, didn't, uh, you know. Uh, didn't him and Mark Alden Taylor also uh, try something? Well, I think that was part of uh, the podcast with Terrence. I, I think okay. it was like the, th- wow. the three of them. The three of them. That's like. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, that, that's like a fucking ambient. Imagine what Roseanne <laughs> would say listening to that fucking podcast. <laughs> oh my god! You think I'm bad? Holy shit! That's. That's yeah. something else, and, and 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 yeah. So since he can't dazzle you people over with his scary fucking talent, you know, he does this to to anything to be a part of this. He's just such one of those like weird people. He's like an active shooter, but it's gonna be like with a Nerf gun because he's fucking <laughs> retarded, you know. Um, you know, he just wants attention anyway, and and now he's getting it. You know, and, MP, and you know, Chris Sinzak has told me, like, oh, well, you're not helping. I'm like, look, I'm not backing down. That's me. But right. I don't drag these, these other podcasts into it. They insert themselves. So, you, you know, to me, that's just showing, you know, you want to be, you know, you want to get up and, and, and be Christ on a cross, too. You know, you're saying, look at me. Look at me. You know, I, I'm not a bad guy like this guy. I'm a good guy. You know right. what? If you're a real good guy, shut the fuck up and stay out of it then. You don't want to listen to my show, don't listen to my fucking show. You know, worry about your own shit. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. Yeah. And, and and like I, I said on today's recap show, I think people need to like understand everything that's gone on without with with, with before drawing a conclusion about anything. Because I mean if if it's just because of yeah. what they've seen these last few weeks I mean, all right. So, so, and I'm again. As or, I said, or here's, recap- a, here's a funny idea. Ask me. Right. If you've got a problem, come to me and ask me. I'd be more than happy to tell anybody. Right. That's why yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to tell this. You know. I'd I'd be I'd be hard pressed to hear you know to to hear anyone else say, well, you know this this guy's you know making fun of 
you know, my father and what ended up happening to him, and he's making fun of my kid and whatnot, but I'm cool with him, you know. I don't think there's too many people out there that would that would be down with any of that. Or if you – or again, if people saw, like you said, the Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell stuff, the Roseanne stuff, um, yeah. he had stuff with Amy Schumer, uh, Sofia Vergara, stuff like that. It's like yeah. – Oh, and any 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 woman who was considered a feminist, a feminist or a liberal or something, you know, yeah. and and, and it's just like, yeah, and, and I just didn't want to be associated with that. I got no time for that bullshit, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't need him to fucking get people to listen to my show, right? And, and none of the none of these other shows either, you know. Hit the fucking pavement, get on Facebook, do what I fucking do, mm-hmm. you know. That that's why we have the success we have. That's why, that's why we raise the money we have. It's because it's we take time to do this shit. And we built an audience the way you should. Put out an entertaining product and pay attention to your audience. Talk to right. them, you know? But if you don't want to do that and, and, and then you have no fucking listeners and you can't raise donations, you know, and you need somebody else to do all your legwork, don't come fucking crying to me. Right. Um, as far as... There, there was one thing that um, that you had posted the other day, where people should kind of see as as well, in my opinion, when it comes to the tournament again. When you guys eliminated Ages of Rock, you wrote something uh, saying that you know to the effect of that they're a really good show, that listeners of your show should check them out, and that as far as you were concerned, that they were good guys. Um, with with what came after that, um, and this is where things are, are open to everyone's opinions, um, which is what Michael tried to come after me with as well, and I think he kind of calmed down today with uh, stuff with Sonny Pooney. Um, I personally haven't had the same interaction that Michael had with, with Sonny. He claims that Sonny friended him and a bunch of people in the group and started – you know, asking them for votes and and whatnot. I didn't encounter that personally, so I can't talk to that. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I mean, I I can say firsthand that he that he did that. Okay. You know, and, uh, and here's the thing that happened that, and that was more. I, I mean, it really pissed uh, Ralph off. Okay. Ralph, Ralph really got upset about this whole thing, uh, but I'm not going to even attempt. To speak for Ralph, that, that's for him to talk about or address if he wants. But I kind of understand it a little bit. I, I mean, here, here's the thing: you know, Sonny's been on our show, right? We met, we, we met him and stuff, and uh, you know, but he's part of a certain clique. There's a clique mm-hmm. in this whole thing, you know, right? And you know, he hasn't voted for us in, in, in either, uh, the, you know, the first two battles he didn't vote for us, but then came on our page. And asked all our listeners, you know, to knock out uh, Pat Francis's shitty show. Right. And and that's something I hadn't done. I hadn't. I asked our listeners to vote for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have beefs with other shows, but that's me. I don't. I don't tell all my people like, don't do that. Well, I didn't. I didn't till a point, <laughs> you know, but I was like, that's for me. I, I don't need anybody else to fight my fucking battles. If, if, right. if they, you know, I have listeners that listen to other shows and they can mm-hmm. vote however they fucking want. But you know what, when he, he came in and said, Hey, uh, you know, we, we need you guys to, uh, you, you know, we got to beat Pat Francis for discography discussion or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, you know what? Fuck it. 
Yeah, go ahead. I I I don't know the the double D guys from fucking Adam. I don't know if they have a great. They could have a great show. I don't know. You know, hey, best of luck to them. I just right. know I think Pat Francis is a self righteous prick. So I was like, yeah, go ahead. You know, but it does. You know, my audience picked up on that too. You know, it's like Sonny's been part of the page since he was on an episode like two years ago. Mm-hmm. But but he's not an active member. You know, he doesn't really come back. Every once in a while, you might see him like something, but never. You know what I mean? He's not part of the daily discussion. He's got his own thing going on. Right. And I understand that. But he started, you know, sending friend requests and doing everything just to build up to get people to vote his way. And that's what I mean about even the nice guys are doing, you know, little alliances and allegiances, you know, to vote for people and shit like that. You know, and I can tell because in all of the three rounds I've been in so far, it's 95% of the same people voting against me, (laughs) you know, because I do look (laughs) at it. And I know who it is, and it's the same fucking names. So... You know, those aren't people that are voting for those shows. Those are people who are voting against me and, and, and Ralph and our, our show. And, and, and that's fine. Fucking hate away. I've got a great fan base that's got us this far. And, and, and I'm happy with that. I, I, you know, all you guys, you know, you, you never heard out of my mouth that we were going to win this thing. Mm-hmm. I, said from the, I said from the jump. Decibel Geek and probably Podkist, and and now that I see it going along, could be Zilch. You know what I mean? I never had any illusion, delusions of of winning this whole thing because I know people hate us, and that's fine. I don't want to be fucking hysteria. I want to be high and dry. The album nobody's got, but it's their best fucking album. You know? Right. <laughs> so I, I I have my listeners and I have my allegiance, and uh, you know uh, our fans have raised the most money two years in a row for the expo. And and that says everything I need to know, you know, and, and I, I've wrote a lot of things about I was disappointed in, in the voting turnout because if, you know, if we had votes like we had downloads, we'd be wiping everybody's ass, Absolutely. you know, yeah. but, but we haven't had that turnout, but I've been concentrating on my fan base, not so much trying to get other shows or anything, but here's the thing, you know, Sonny never told anybody else, Hey, everybody get together and vote for uh rock and pod, you know? But he comes to us when he wants votes. But I, I see that. It didn't bother me all that much. But then they put up a post. Uh, I should say his, his partner, Steve Michael, I think his name is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So he put up a post that said, uh, and, and you can take this either way. It said, we don't get into mothers or wives. You know. Now, you can take that one of two ways. You can take it as a friendly jab. Like, you know, because they know the history of our show and that me and Ralph joke about each other's mothers and then, you know, the shit about Andrew Jacobs' wife and shit like that. So you can take it like that or you can also take it as a like a thinly built snide like we're a better show than that, right. you know. And, and it's one of those comments, like I said, can really go either way. And different people are going to read di- different things into it. And it really rubbed Ralph the wrong way, especially after – Sonny asked for our fans to vote his way, and he voted against us in the two previous rounds. He didn't like it. And I, I, I laughed it off. You know, I was like, I saw it a mile away what it was, but it really pissed Ralph off. But that's Ralph. Okay? And he made his comments, and he did this, and a lot of people were like, oh, my God, how can you attack Sonny Pooney? He's the nicest guy in the world. And, and Sonny Pooney, I got no problem with Sonny. But come on, he's doing, he's doing his own version of shady shit. You know, so, I mean, everybody's doing a little something here. And and, and if, if if people thought Ralph got too upset about it, fine. 
That, 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 that's fine. Go on with your fucking life. You know, it's a fucking silly poll. You know? No, I, I agree with you. I mean, I took Stephen's comments more as him, like, almost like uh, paying uh, homage to you guys with... Right, right, but do you understand how you could read that one of two ways? And here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, I, you can, I get you, it. You cannot, you cannot sense sarcasm in the written <laughs> word. You know, when, when, in some, when you talk to somebody and you say something sarcastic, you can tell, you know, in their voice. Yeah. All right? And, and, and I've seen a gazillion fights on Facebook because people took... What I believe, what I read as sarcasm, another person reads as being a prick. Right. You know, it's and it's all in, plenty of times. <laughs> it's all in the interpretation. Yes. But in the grand scheme of things, I, I, I don't worry about it. I got enough other shit going on. Yeah. Would I like to win? Yeah. Do I have any delusions? No. I just want to have fucking fun and I, I want to get my listeners involved. And, and I looked at it as a chance to bring back people that are on the page that maybe aren't as active. Because we've got almost 3,000 people on the page, okay? we got like 200 hardcore motherfuckers that are there every day, all right? I want to win back some of these people who listen to the show every week, you know, because I got far more listeners than what shows up every day. I want to bring them back to the page. I want to get interaction, you know? I want to touch as many people as I can, (laughs) you know? but, you know, that that's what I'm worried I'm worried about my own fucking house. You know, I'm worried about these other fucking houses. You know, but I'm, I'm seeing the same people voting against me. And it's the same fucking podcast. And it's the same fucking podcast that give me the cold shoulder at the expo. You know, that are too cool for school, that never reach out. And, you know, like, hey, what? I mean, if there's one thing I don't have a shortage of if, is fucking friends. So, you know, if you don't like me, you don't like my show, that's fine. I don't care. I got plenty of other ride or die motherfuckers, you know. <laughs> so I don't. I I really don't give a shit. But these these shows hate hate us, and I know some of that is they just don't like our content. We've been called you know shock jocks and lowbrow humor, and a lot of people don't like it because we popped up and did pretty well out the gate. You know, Ralph was already Ralph already had a name on YouTube. You know. And, you know, so that helped our show. And when it took off and we've got this amazing fan base. And I think a lot of people are pissed because we've been able to raise as much money as we have. And, and you know, and we, we don't fucking shy away from it either. We're proud of it. But we wish other people would do it too, you know. And I've, try, I've tried to reach out to other people and tell them how you can do this, how you can build a, a you know, a better fan base. It's not that hard. But it is work. You got to take, you know, you got to be willing to do it. It just doesn't happen. Right. You know, I, I set time aside. I get to work an hour and a half every day to catch up with people on Facebook and to talk to uh, my listeners, you know, and interact and, you know, like posts and, and, you know, post things that keep people active. I work at this shit every day. I, nothing's given to me. You know? Do you think that the other sh- that there are some other shows that are jealous that you guys are able to do that? Um, I, that's the only thing I could think of because I can't understand the level of of hatred for us uh, without having a history. You, you know what I mean? It's like I don't right. have beef with these people, but yet I know they don't like us. You know, and, and and I get I get my daily email from Andrew Jacobs of these shows talking about me. And how, you know, they want Chris to throw me off the expo 
you know? They don't want us to be part of the expo, and they don't want us to be part of this. That's another thing. All you fucking pussies going and crying to Chris, because me and Chris are great friends. I, I, I love Chris. I'd do anything for him. I love Aaron. But me and Chris are really fucking tight. But anytime I do something that pisses these people off, they go cry to him like, Dad, Ian hit me. You know, <laughs> you fucking pussies. I mean, seriously, fucking pussies going and bothering this guy. And it stresses Chris out. And and that's what really pisses me off because I just want to be his friend. I don't want to bring all this fucking, you know, bullshit into his fucking life that, that is unneeded. I mean, what this guy has done for all the podcasts and, and him and BJ organizing these expos and all the work that he does year round for this shit, that's a lot of fucking shit. And I don't do all that shit. I don't pretend to. You know what I do? I raise fucking money. But right. that's fucking that's fucking hard work. All right? You know, we offer stuff that people want. People want to be included in the show. We make them part of the show. We keep the donation level reasonable so a working man can afford doing this. We're not like Michael Butler saying, you know, 100 bucks so I can take you through the fucking drive-thru. You know, what, what average listener can afford that shit? And you know what that really tells me? When you ask that much money, that's like charging $1,000 for a meet and greet. It means you don't really want to do anything, but if you do, you're going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know, since we've been doing shit for the expo, six months out of the year, we're doing fan fucking episodes. But that's what it takes to raise. That's what it takes to raise money. Right. Both times, both times I've done uh, shows on my radio where I charge for fucking songs to raise money for the expo. You know what? And I, I always advertise this shit, and I put it out and tell other podcasts, hey, tell your listeners, you know, I'm, I'm doing this thing on my radio show. You know, tell your listeners to show up. We can raise more money. It all goes to everybody, you fucking pricks. You know, this, I don't raise it, and I keep it in a pot. You know, but you got this attitude like, oh, well. We're paying for our own airfare and hotel, so you know. But yeah, it still costs money to put on this event, you fucking douchebag. You know, <laughs> but people just show up with this attitude, like, "Oh well, I have you know twelve listeners, so where's my table?" You know, go fucking suck a dick. Hold on, I got a bag of dicks right here for all these crybabies. Let me grab one for you. I keep them for when Andrew Jacobs' wife comes over. Fucking <laughs> shit. I I see, and I, and I mentions to other people i see parallels directly between you know uh what happens with the expo and what has gone down with with ear peeler with a lot of the shortcomings or things where i'd love to see you know more of a united front between shows uh oh, I, I would too i mean I, I really would and even like this year there was the thing like you couldn't cuss on stage or this guy was going to throw us off right me and Ralph didn't pull no prima donna shit. I mean, we know we went wild at the first one, and there was people who hated it. There was people who loved it. Uh, we just said, hey, the expo, it's bigger than us. It's about all right. of us. We'll we'll step down this year. And you can ask Chris. I never gave him shit for a minute. I just said, hey, next year, let's not do this. Because <laughs> we, we, we did have three times the listeners show up this year, you know, that, that came to see us. And I know they want they wanted to see us do our show. You know, but it, 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 it's not just because we raised the most money. We never made it about us. It was right. for everybody else. And I tried to help, you know, other people like, hey, here's what you need to do if you want to raise money. 
you know, but I didn't see anybody else working at it. You know, Decibel, Decibel Geek always raises money. We raise money. There was the awesome guy that donated the guitar that raised uh, money this year, you know, and luckily gets sponsors. This shit isn't fucking free, yeah. you know, and, and I work real hard to do it. And this is for everybody. And, and and we didn't get one fucking person to come up and say, you know, thanks or, hey, that's awesome. You guys help raise this much money or shit. No, we get the cold shot. And, and I, I don't mean by everybody. I mean, you know, Chris Enzak totally appreciates what we do. Ken Mills appreciates what we do. Matt Porter's thank this. You know, you know, Josh Toomey's cool as fuck. You know, Coburn Fires, uh, you know, great guys. Lee McCormick. There's a lot of other shows I get along with. Right. You know, it, it, it's not like we have this war with everybody, but there is a click you know, at this convention, you know, and it's like a fucking little nerd herd and they stay together and, you know, you can't come in and, you know, you got late in high school, get away. You know, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons over here. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's right. a fucking rush video, but you know, and, and but again, I still don't care. That's cool. If, if, if you don't want to be, that's cool. I'm still going to raise money for it. You know, I'm, I still believe in it. I believe that, you know, People should, uh, you know, check out these other shows. Just cause you might not like mine, you might like another one, and vice versa. And even we, you know, we've had talk about how it was kind of turning into, you know, more people are there to meet the rock stars and the vendors, and it's less about the podcast. And I want to make it more about the podcasts. I think everybody should get time up on stage, and I don't think it should be in another room. I think. Every, you know, all these shows should get a little bit of time on the main stage and and fuck everybody. Oh, I got to get my interview with this guy. Shove it up your ass. How about somebody's up there doing a show for 20 minutes or whatever, and it's piped throughout the whole uh, room so everybody can hear what you do. You might make a new fan mm-hmm. and, and instead of turning it down to where it is all about like, oh, I want to meet, you know, the bass player from Striper or some shit. You know, let's turn people on to podcasts before it becomes just a, I want to meet this guy or I just want to buy a record. Let's really make it, let's make these podcasts bigger, you know, but what the fuck do I know? Yeah, uh, the, the, the thing that a lot of people don't realize, I think, is, you know, if if a conscious effort isn't made by everyone to try to do that, you know, to try to raise enough money to uh to a ensure that the event happens and b yeah. ensures that you know uh, podcasting is is one of the main things going on then it's exactly what you're saying then then the draw is gonna is gonna be you know uh, like you said the the basis of striper or whatever other show and it's never gonna be more yeah. than that, and and in that instance, I mean, if if Chris wants to do this moving forward uh, to make it successful and hopefully make it so that some sort of money can be made off of it, then he's going to end up cutting cutting off the pieces that don't exactly work. And if, if from the get go there's people, you know, there's infighting and there's bullshit because of little petty stuff, then. I mean, a lot of people just have to well, look at themselves in the mirror for why it, you know, it didn't become more than what it was in, in its current, you know, uh, state. Well, here, here's my idea to make it successful, and I talked about this with uh, with Chris, and I don't think he would mind me saying it. Okay, you know, the first year we had to raise ten grand, and we did it. You mm-hmm. know, quickly re- realized that's not enough, so really we needed fifteen grand, 
And I don't even think we made that this year. Now, there was some other sponsors. I don't get into the money with Chris. That's his business. I just do the best I can. You right. know, but I, I've, I've raised probably the, between the both years and what I raised in the podcast and my radio show, a little under seven grand for this for two years, okay. you know, through, through our listeners. But what I say, you know, and there's all these podcasts there that don't contribute shit. I say, figure out what you got to raise. Say, look at 10000 for the shows and another 5000 try to get through sponsors. If we get more sponsors that can contribute more, that's great. But here, figure out what you can get from sponsors. Whatever's left over, divide that by the number of podcasts. Then tell each podcast you're responsible for that amount of money. Right. Now, you can, either, you can either come out of pocket with it or you could raise it through donations, you know, and, and that way everything would be covered. People's uh, travel and airfare, you can get, you know, you have to pay security, you have to pay insurance, you know, it costs a fortune to rent these halls. There's a lot of expense going into this shit, you know, yeah, nobody, nobody's, po- nobody's pocketing money off of this shit. Nobody. It's, you know, and if there is anything left over, it goes into next year. But what I, I think I figured it out for this year. We didn't end up doing it, but I hope it goes this way in the future. Basically, what it would have came down to is like five hundred and thirty bucks, uh, you know, a fucking show. <laughs> now, if you can't raise that through fucking donations or come up with it, maybe you don't need to be there. Right. You know, or maybe that will kick people in the ass to build a better relationship with their audience that can only help them and help their show. You know, if if our degenerate podcast that everybody hates so fucking much can raise three three grand each year, you can't raise five hundred and thirty bucks. You know, we could raise that in a fucking week. You know, but we do it by offering something that people want. And, and and then do it at an affordable price, but it might mean that you're doing fan episodes for a long period of time. But so be it. You're raising money for something that's important for the future of what we're doing, which is podcast. You're not pissing it away. You're trying to build something here. You know, Comic Con didn't start overnight. You know, all these Star Trek things. You know, you know it it didn't blow up right away. It took years, and it took learning and doing it better and figuring out what people want. And and the bigger we get, the more sponsorship we can get and the less money we have to raise. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and already I know there's some other people who have offered to sponsor this it, this year. So it could come down to an even lower number that each show is responsible for. I mean, if it got low, lowered to like 300 and you could and you could cover people's travel and hotel or, you know, and some people don't need it and that's great. Hey, you know. More money can go back into it, you know, but you still have to contribute to this shit other than just showing up and throwing your shit going, where's my fucking table, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's like, like that asshole Butler. That's what he did. Came in late the first year, like a prima donna, then mad because all the fucking prime tables are fucking gone. And I've been over backwards trying to help this prick out. And I didn't know him from Adam. I'm offering electricity because I brought a bunch of cords and and, and uh, you, you know uh, you know those fucking multi-port things where everybody can plug in. I was like, hey brother, you can share my power, you can do all this, but that wasn't good enough for him because he's a fucking rock star that couldn't take the time to show up early. But I went out of my way to help somebody I didn't even fucking know. I didn't even know he was Michael Butler at the time. I just thought he was a guy, and I was trying to help him out. 
And then he's going to slam my fucking show. Fuck you, fucking four-eyed bitch. I, I know of a, um, a a good friend of mine in podcasting who I discussed the whole event with. And and he said, who's the guy that they had problems with? I heard he was a bass player for a for Exodus, and yeah. he says, you know, they're they're one of my all time favorite bands, and and all this stuff, and he's rattling off about them. I go, yeah. So he played on uh, Force of Habit, and his response yeah. was, oh, the one album of theirs that I sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here, here's a real kicker. I was gonna buy it on vinyl just to have him fucking sign it because I actually like that album. <laughs> I'm like the right. one guy that likes that album, but I'm glad I did it now. He can kiss my fucking ass. And then the guy talks shit about me again this year. This year. And then, then you know, accuses me of me being Michael Butthurt. You know? <laughs> like, I give a... Can, can, we, can, we, can we finally announce who Michael Butthurt is? I don't know. Who do you think it is? I know who it is. Can we, can we, can we say who it is and get this shit over with? <laughs> say it. Let's see who, who, you, uh, who you think it might be. I know who it is. Can we hear who it is? <laughs> Come on. I, I'm being all honest here, fucking, you know, telling everything. Who's Michael Butthurt? Uh, I can tell you it's not uh, Ian or Ralph. Yeah. All right. Who else is in the fucking room here? <laughs> <laughs> in the room with oh, my, you? I don't know. <laughs> oh, 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 my my cat. It must be my cat. Stinky, Your, stinky. Are you cat. Michael Butthurt? Yeah, but this prick, you know, it wasn't bad enough what he did last year, him and fucking Striegel, who Striegel's nice to me all day and then goes and talks shit about me. Uh, you know, I still like his wife. John Astronomy was all right. He was nice to me. Who knows? Maybe he hates my guts, too. I don't know. But fuck Striegel and fuck Butler. And, uh, yeah, to talk shit about me again. I was like, really? All right, motherfucker. And then saying he could kick my ass. And that was funny. That's probably the funniest thing I ever. If I fell over on this bitch, I'd fucking break his hip. <laughs> fucking seriously he, he looks like uh the chick for uh with mike myers when he does coffee talk you know on the head on the, uh, the, that head on the body of a fucking muppet and he's gonna fucking whoop my ass what fucking dream you know but but again a guy i tried to help out and and, and was a prick to me and then people wonder why i talk shit and they think I, they i just do it because i'm an asshole there's reasons there's reasons for all this shit there's a reason i got pissed at striegel you know, there's a reason I got pissed at fucking Pat Francis. You know, I don't just come out of the blue and be a dick to somebody, but I'm good at it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's kind of my thing, you know, but if, I, if I'm a dog, but I'm fucking loyal. If you're my friend, I'll do anything for you and I'll attack anybody who attacks you. The, the way I went off on fucking Vinnie Vincent, that's because of what he did to my friend. You know, he fucked over my friend who worked real hard and it was his. One of his fucking life's dream. And this guy shit all over it. So I went at him with everything I had. You know, that's why I did it. You know, and, and Ralph came up with the idea, like, we should dress up like Vinnie Vincent. I'm like, that, that's not even good enough. I go, I'm going to wear a fucking dress, you know, <laughs> to be fucking funny and to shove it up his ass. Because you know what? He fucked over my buddy. You know, that's the kind of guy I am. You know, not a bad guy to have on your side. But not the guy to piss off either. You know? And I'm no fucking idiot. When I'm in the wrong, I'll fucking admit it. You know? But if I'm not, I'm going to fight tooth and fucking nail. I make no apologies. No, I, I agree with you with, with pretty much everything you're saying. I mean, um, 
look at you know after the last expo the stuff that that I got involved with with Lamarone and whatnot and um and it was that's funny another, that's another prick that's another <laughs> prick in case, in case in case people don't know and they're like oh you know because everybody seems to love this guy you know how could he talk bad about you know the gentle giant John Lamro because the prick talks shit about me and you know what I saw he got up on stage and did his thing it bored me to fucking tears. But you know what? Some other people might have liked it. But you know what I never would have done? I never would have went on my show and said that he bored me to tears. I just wouldn't talk about it because we're supposed to be brothers. We're supposed to be building something together. Right. I, w- I wouldn't go talk about somebody. That motherfucker shot first. So he gets what he fucking gets. The same with Striegel. The same with Butler. They took shots. If I didn't like what somebody did, I would have never talked shit about anybody at the expo because – we were supposed to be there to build something together. That was the whole idea for us little guys to get together and build something great. But you get there real quick and you realize that it's not that. It's fucking high school all over and there's little clicks and you know people think they're this and people think they're that. You know, but yet Ralph and I are the fucking assholes because we tell the fucking truth. You know, and we don't care about people's feelings, you know. You know, I don't care that you're a shut-in. I'm not going to treat you any fucking different, Andrew. You know, we're going to call it like we fucking see it. But that doesn't take away from the fact that we still do what we have to do to make that fucking expo a success. And and the, and the same thing with this, you know, all this, what, what me and Ken are doing. That's to draw attention, to get the, you know, because he has uh, listeners, thousands of listeners. I have listeners. You have listeners. We all do this thing to bring more attention to it. I just do what I do. Ken does what Ken does. You do what you do. And we all try to bring our people together to to do something. And, and, And if you don't like my sense of humor, fine. But enjoy the rest of it. If you don't like something, change the fucking channel. Right. Don't listen to it. But don't tell me I can't come to the fucking expo. You know, because there, there, there's this one podcaster, and I'm not even going to name him by name for once. I'm not going to name by name. But this asshole, it, like, he really wants me thrown off, uh, like, not to be allowed to the expo. That's, like, his life goal, and he's trying to get all the other fucking nerd herd to, to go along with it. And then they badger fucking poor Chris about this. And Chris is in a bad position because, A, he's everybody's friend, mm-hmm. you know, and... <laughs> Also, we're trying to raise money, and that's what I do. And this is a show that hasn't raised a fucking red cent either year. Has raised jack shit. But they want me thrown off because I make fun of a misogynistic racist. Go fucking think about that. Put that in your fucking pipe and smoke it. And then tell me I'm the fucking asshole. I mean, I am an asshole, but come on. (laughs) So for for anyone that's listening, anyone who has a show, yeah, to the wants, five people listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they've made it this far, thank you. Um, <laughs> that's only my mother, and she's passed out. That's why it's still reading. <laughs> um, your blueprint to make a show uh, successful enough to draw enough money for the expo. Um, what were you guys charging per episode? Because I mean, like you're saying, there are other shows that want like a hundred bucks, hundred fifty, right. whatnot, and that's I mean, like you're saying, it's astronomical. Um, well, well, what 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 we did because uh, what what we've done since the beginning of the show and has really helped the audience is we pick 
random audience members that are active on the Facebook page, you know, that are funny or we find something we like about them. And we've always made them part of the show. Like, hey, be a guest with us. If you got a microphone, if you got some headphones, you can get on Skype. Do an episode with us. There's a lot of other shows that won't do. In fact, I don't. I can't think of any other show that makes audiences, you know, the audience more part of the show than we do. But, right. but the thing is, who are me and Ralph but fucking fans with a fucking microphone and a computer? But some of these people, like if you weren't the fucking, you know, the roadie from Molly Hatch in 75 or you don't have a kiss tattoo on your ass, <laughs> you can't be on their fucking show, you know, because right. we're we're professional. Go fucking suck a dick. You know, you, you still you're the assistant manager at Wendy's and you have a fucking podcast, you know, <laughs> you, you know, you're not fucking Wolfman Jack. Um but we, we, we set it $40, you can pick the record th- that we talk about. Because that's what we, we do, for those of you who've never heard. We basically go track by track reviewing albums and, and telling mother jokes and shit. Uh, but we let, we let the audience pick one, and they love it because everybody has those records that, you know, they don't think gets enough respect or they don't get talked about, and we'll do it. And here's another thing. We take a big hit in our numbers, when we do the fan episodes, because they're not the bigger ones that more people are going to tune into, you know, it's going to be more of a cult audience, you know, so we get just our core audience, you know, when we talk about a weird album, but we don't care. We're raising money. So it's 40 bucks. If you want to pick an album, 60 bucks, if you want to pick it and guest on, on the show. And then it's a hundred bucks. If you want to pick something like, like super crate, like we had a fan last year, that picked the cure, something we would normally never talk about. I love the cure, right? But but Ralph absolutely hates them, and it's something that really isn't in our wheelhouse. I mean, we, we're real diverse in what we do, but that's something way out of our wheelhouse. And and we know not everybody can can afford that. That's why we made that like a weird special thing for you know a diehard or a rich motherfucker to do. You know, mm-hmm. but but we keep it low enough to where we're raising money, but. You know, we get more people that way. We get we had more donations than anybody else, you know, but we charge less, but we got more in the long run. But, yes, it means we have six months of doing fan episodes. And sometimes it's a pain in the ass because you got to, you know, getting everybody's scheduling together. Right. You, you know, oh, you're you know, I work first shift, you know, uh, Ralph works third shift. That's fucking hard enough. And then you got to get some guy when is, you know, oh, my wife's going out tonight. I can do it tonight. You know, so there's shit like that, or it's an album we don't, neither one of us knows, so we have to study it. Uh, you know, but it, it's still what we enjoy doing. And, you know, it's it's the a fun, easy way to involve the audience and raise money for what we're trying to do. And it works like fucking gangbusters. It's an easy model to use. And it builds your fan base because they feel like they're part of something. You know, everybody wants to have their voice heard. Everybody wants to feel a part of something. Human nature. You know, if you if you know, that's why I interact. I talk to these people. I let them know. Thank you for listening. You know, how's your day? Hey, here's a funny picture. You know, here's a video. What do you think of this? Talk to these people. Get to know them. You know, I, I used to do a thing where I would call random listeners after the show. Like when I'm good and drunk, I'll be like, hey, you want to shoot the shit and talk? And I've, I've made incredible friendships that way. People that I just met on the internet and now we're great for like like Metal Mike Tyler, you know, and 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 we we've, we've done stuff like that. We we've, we've hooked fans up 
uh, that are coming from different parts of the country. You know, I, I hooked a couple guys up. They're like, oh, man, I want to donate and I want to come, but I can't do both. And I was like, hey, how about this? Why don't you and you share a room? You guys are cool online, and that way you can save money and everybody can, you know, make it. We've let listeners crash in our hotel room that's already paid for. Like guys like, oh, I can only afford, you know, this night. Well, fuck it. Stay with us the next night. You know, we'll share anything. We're just happy you came up. The first year, all of our listeners that showed up, we brought them up on stage with us. Made them part of the fucking show. I mean, you give people something like that. Let them know they matter and talk to them. You get the kind of loyalty that we have. You know, and you, but you have to work for that. It, it's not just given to you. You know, put in the fucking legwork. That's what I do, and and Ralph does it as well. And and, and these other shows can do it. You know, it, it isn't as if you guys are using the Lars Ulrich policy either. You aren't asking for a reach around for everyone that's. Uh, yeah, but I don't up. turn it down either. You know, <laughs> you know definitely ain't gonna you know kick you out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> you know i mean to me it, it's just simple it's but it like i said it's work you gotta you gotta want to do it you know but uh, again there's people who haven't been able to achieve this and 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 I, I i think there's a certain amount there's people who just don't like us and then i think there's jealousy that we've achieved and done what we have with what they feel you know is a third rate fucking you know howard stern fucking shock jock thing and that's fine you gotta like it but then sit there and wonder why you haven't raised fucking jack shit. And don't get mad at me for fucking, you know, getting something that I worked hard for. Yeah, I, like I kind of alluded to before, I, I just don't get the whole, why there isn't more of a united front, why, you know, people don't appreciate, like you said, there's so many things that you discussed today that you guys are doing for for the benefit of the expo where you guys could honestly say yeah fuck it you know we're we'll pay for ourselves and and that's it where in reality you guys are going out of your way to make sure that this expo happens yeah, and that and, a lot and, of people go ahead and, and and Chris even asked me uh before he reinvited Michael Butler this year because he knew of all the drama and my attitude is who the fuck am I to say who can come to this thing or not? You know, that's not for that's not for me to decide. I mean, I don't like the guy, but, you know, I didn't go up to him and start any fucking shit. Matter of fact, he saw yeah. Ralph and ran the fucking other way. You know, I didn't, I didn't start any shit. I didn't say, I don't like this person. They can't come anymore. You know, but yeah. there's, pod, there's podcasts out there that are trying to tell Chris that. You know, don't let those bullies come. They're making fun of Hitler. You know, <laughs> Hitler has a mother, you know, you know, it's like, go fuck yourself. You know, that, that's, you know, and especially when you don't do jack shit anyway, you know, fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I, I, I definitely see a lot of parallels between what I tried doing and and seeing what Chris has tried doing. I'm not saying it's the same thing, but I, I think I see the same general, like, lax kind of attitude with a lot of people. And, 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 I wish... and Hats off to you for everything you've done. You've tried to help a lot of fucking shows. And then still, 
you you get people like, why wasn't I included on on this? You know, well, motherfucker, what did you ever do to promote Ear Peeler? <laughs> you, you know, I mean, ever since Ear Peeler has started, and you sent me a commercial every episode, we play an, an ad for Ear Peeler, we play an ad for Mars Attacks, and I still feel bad because I still feel like I didn't do enough to promote Ear Peeler. When I found out it was ending, I felt terrible because I was like, you know what, I should have talked about it more because I felt like just just playing the ads wasn't enough. I, I should have done more. I feel bad that this is ending. You, you know, but what have these assholes done? Have any of these people who cried to you about why didn't you include me? What the fuck did you do to promote the guy who's trying to promote you? You know, but yet everybody just wants something. You well, know, there's there, there, there's one guy that came to me um, who we talked about before. And and it was it kind of amazed me that he came to me and said, "Oh, well, uh, I have a show. Why you know why didn't you include it?" And I said, "Well, as far as I know, you haven't had an active RSS feed in X amount of time. Oh, you should know. I moved to YouTube and and I don't know how long ago." Blah, blah. And I told the guy, "I said, well, God forbid, I don't know what every fucking other show is doing." You know, yeah. Uh, I mean, look, look at how many how many shows you did involve. That's it, it's it's ridiculous. That's a lot of fucking shows, and and you've helped out a lot more shows than what's even on here. But you're you're one fucking person, and you got your yeah. life, and you you got your show to do, which you've neglected because you were doing this. I mean, the fucking balls on these people. <laughs> yeah, I could I could talk to you for six eight. <laughs> ten hours about it, but I don't know, man. It's it's. I don't fault you. I don't fault you know because I I think that again you guys played the ad. I think when when I did the VIP stuff for um for the expo, um, you were one of the first guys to to jump at it. You were one of the first guys to kind of get everything that I was trying to do. Uh, yeah. It sh- it shouldn't fall on like one person as to why it worked or why it didn't work. I mean, I think as as I said before, as a collective effort, there there needs to be more of a uh, you know kind of a, a bigger mindset as to as yeah. you said before well, that it isn't just one person; it's a bunch of people that can actually make all of this better for one another. Yeah, if if we band together, you know. Yeah. But but the, you know, and don't let shit get destroyed by some fucking attention whore, you know. And if right. you don't like the, the 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 promos that I do for my show, fine. But you know what? All my regular listeners love that shit, and they look for each week, you know, because I change it up every week what I'm going to say, and they love that. It's another thing. Engage your audience. Yeah, you know, I, I always give you know, uh, uh, you know, I tell you what the store, what the episode's going to be on Wednesday, and people wait for it, and they get, you know, if I'm late on it, like, hey, what's the fucking episode this week? And I always try to, you know, I, at the end, I tack on something about Andrew Jacob or his wife, or I make up some guest that that no way is ever going to be on the show. <laughs> you know, it, it's a fucking joke. It's a fucking joke. But if if you don't like what I write, scroll past that motherfucker. Yeah. So some you know, some d- people forget the power of you know in the old days. I remember when Howard Stern was big, uh, when he first started to get big, and p- 
people were so offended and everyone would say, well, if you don't like them, scroll to the next frequency. It seems we've forgotten that, that you can't like scroll down to a page, you know, scroll down on a page. And if they don't like what you're saying, scroll down to something that you do like, you know, but it shouldn't mean that, you know, just because they don't get you or they don't like you, that you should be censored or you shouldn't be, you know, heard it. It. It's right, stupid. But, Freedom and, and, of speech. And, and, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I cut you off like crazy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was, I was, all I was going to say is is freedom of it's freedom of speech so long as you're saying what they want to hear, and it doesn't right. always have to be that way. Right. You know, it's it's you know, he, this is something I learned with the election that you know we just had. You know, this is something that really divided the whole fucking country. And I, I lost a lot of listeners. Well, not a lot, I, I, but I, uh, like maybe 25 or, or 30 listeners that left over me being vocal about, uh, you know, my stance on, on being anti-Trump. I know Ken has taken a lot of heat for his shit, you know, but it's like, uh, one thing I learned to do is you, you can unfollow somebody on Facebook yeah. If you don't like it, you know, you know, you don't have to unfriend them. You can just unfollow them. So you don't have to see their shit if you don't like it. I mean, if it bothers you that much, you know, you can unfriend them. But I mean, there's things you can do, you know, yeah. and, and I, I I just found out one of these fucking crybaby podcasts uh, just blocked me the other day. And I, and I think that's funny. This is somebody I've, I've never uh, talked to, you know, or anything uh, you know, but they've they've been at the expo, but now they blocked me, and and that's fine. Block me, but you know why? Why you gotta you know? And shows leaving the fucking tournament. That's that's ridiculous. And what that's really saying is, look at me, look at me. I mean, I know we all have those those people we can't stand. When I'm leaving Facebook, as soon as I see how many likes this gets, you know, or you know. Yeah. I'm I'm leaving, and then they're waiting for you to. Oh no! Please don't leave Facebook. I yeah. can't stand that shit. If you're gonna leave, leave. Don't say a fucking thing and leave. That just tells me all you really want is attention. Mm-hmm. You know, I or, you know, I can't stand that shit. And to me, that's what these podcasts are doing that are leaving. You just want fucking attention. I mean, you got people leaving th- this fucking tournament. That have nothing to... They're not even in my fucking bracket. They won't ever go up against me. I mean, if I win this week, which I'll be surprised if I, if I win this this one against fucking uh, uh, Grown Up Rock, I go up against Ken Mills. There's no way I'm going to beat fucking Podkist. There's no fucking way, so I'll be gone. And you're going to leave now, you dumb motherfucker? <laughs> you know? <laughs> And if you and I was still still if I when I get kicked out I'm still going to do the recap shows with uh, with Ken, but if you don't like that, don't listen. But you're going to leave now when I'm like what four days away from being out of this thing. Go fuck yourself, retarded man. And, and I, I mean no offense to retarded people because they're actually smarter than these fucking podcasts. <laughs> Pussies. Fucking pussies. I'm trying to see where, where where your poll stands at the moment here. I, I mean, I've been... Oh, yeah, because I, I learned how this shit goes. 
it can change in a heartbeat. I recorded with Ken yesterday, and they were <laughs> killing. They were killing. Uh, uh, Decibel Geek was killing Pat Francis. Two and by hours. the time, we, yeah, yeah by the time we were around. done recording, I couldn't believe that shit. And you know what? And and then, <laughs> and then Chris messaged me and said, "Can you believe this shit? I don't think we're gonna make it past." I was like, "Oh no, fuck this." I go, if there's somebody making it to the finals, it's fucking Decibel Geek. <laughs> so then I did, I did ask my people to get behind it. But, yeah, you know, what do you get there? They, ha- they have more uh, more total votes than anyone else uh, so far in this yeah, tournament now. I, I know, but what's funny is going up to when Ken and I recorded yesterday, the most votes were uh, for my battle with uh, Sonny Pooney. Yeah. And the funny the funny thing is, that was all filled by fucking hate. <laughs> you know, that wasn't about the shows. That right. was about the fuck the bullies, you, you know. But and and now it's turned up with uh, with Pat Francis, you know, and, and Decibel Geek. I mean, I'm not saying they have any ill will against each other. I don't think there's any bad blood there. I believe he 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 likes Pat a lot, and that's fine. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I want to see him go on. But yeah, yeah. How am I doing now? Are, are we are we? Are, are the bad guys getting killed? Sixty four thirty six. You're still up. Oh, so it's the same. Yeah. Um, three forty two in your favor. One ninety three in grown up rocks favor. Um, yeah, and, and, and this could change at any minute because I, I swear, you know, I think this happens every, you know, every bracket. You know, and Ralph just laughs at me. You know, he's like, we, we got this. We got this. I'm like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I think everybody's going to show up at the last minute with like 200 votes. <laughs> I thought for sure Cassius Morris was going to do that. I was like, come on, this is Cassius fucking Morris. There's no way we're going to win this, <laughs> you know. And so I don't take anything for granted. And and I posted the same thing to, uh, uh, to Cassius, you know. Uh, I, I said, hey, you know, good luck to you, you know, and, and, and I like I like you. I respect you. I got nothing but love and respect for you. I said the same thing to Ages of Rock, uh, you know, and all the guys from Ages of Rock sent me uh, uh, friend requests during our bracket, and I, I never said one bad thing about them or their show. I didn't get into any of that. I just tried to rally my troops. You know, I, I said nothing but good things about Cassius Morris. There was a little drama with uh, – uh, with growing up rock, but I, I I got nothing against the guys. You know, I'm not. You know, if I see Sonny Pooney, you know, you know, and, and Stephen, I have a beer with them. I, I, I there, there's nothing major over there that I'm fucking all butt hurt about. There's that butt hurt again, um, <laughs> Vic. Uh, but <laughs> you, you know, you know what I mean. It's uh, I, I got I got nothing against these guys, and, and even even these fucking haters that I know want me thrown out. You know. Hey, we we go we go to the expo. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna fucking drag you across the table. I might whoop the shit out of you in the parking lot, but <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna start shit at the fucking expo. Come right. on, fucking grow up, grow up, rock. But vote for rock and metal. Uh, <laughs> this shit is all silly and it's sad. And 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 again, I want to apologize. Uh, the only people I want to apologize to is uh, you know Chris Sinzak. Uh, you and and Ken Mills because you know I feel bad for all the fucking you know the pussies crying to you and that you have to deal with this when it should all be fun. I, I apologize to nobody who's offended, but to the people who are dragged into this because of their friendships with Ralph and myself. And it's mostly me. People are mad at. I don't even think it's you know Ralph. Don't even piss as many people off as me, and he's the <laughs> real prick. <laughs> 
I'm kidding. I'm the I'm the prick. He's the nice guy. <laughs> yeah, one of the coolest things that I got to um, read today uh, was somebody telling me that they got turned on to a show thanks to this tournament. And yeah. what you were just talking about, about various shows rising to the occasion, I, I think it was cool with shows like um, Discography Discussion and uh, Roach Coach and, and shows like that that didn't give up until the end that they're not in this yeah. anymore, but and, and, you know, and that's what that's what should be talked about is is a yeah. show like Roach Coach that should be brought up. You know, like like look at how their fans fought. That to me, yeah. that's a, a much more interesting story than some fucking shut in who's trying to get attention. And yeah. uh, a post a post I was really happy about is, is is one of my listeners, one of my hardcores, Mr. Jimmy James Schwartz. He went on, uh, I, I can't remember if it was your page or on the Rocket Pod page, but he asked, uh, he, he put, I'm being, ter- I'm being exposed to a lot of uh, new podcasts. What would you guys recommend as an episode I should check out? He threw that out there to the podcasters. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what, what's an episode you think I should listen to of your show? And, and a lot of people uh, responded. And, and, and I'm proud of him, and that shows me that, you know, you know, my degenerate fans came into this shit with an open mind yeah. and, and and wanted to check out other shows. And that's another guy that's salt of the fucking earth that I, that I talked to. I just sent him a USB uh, uh, for his for his kid. I, I call this kid the first rock and metal combat podcast kid because, you know, his <laughs> wife didn't get pregnant until he started listening to my show. But uh, I, I sent him a little uh, USB drive with uh, the, every episode of the Beatles cartoon because he, he loves the okay. Beatles. I mean, that's the kind of shit I do. I do with my listeners, and 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 I just got a great gift from a listener uh, yesterday that sent me some patches to put on my battle vest, and you know, that's the kind of cool experience you can come out of this shit with if you talk to your audience. You you can meet some great people, man. That that uh, that'll become part of your life, man, and that's awesome. Absolutely. I mean, if nothing else, I think people listening to this should really take away, you know, some of the different things that that we've discussed that's helped make your show and your connection with your audience successful. I mean, beyond anything else, uh, I think we can all learn from that. And definitely, I mean, I'm I'd be the first one to to say that, you know, and I appreciate that. You know, you've taken the time out again to talk to me and. Um, and you know, just in, in with what we talked about today, you know, not only just straightening a few things out, but you know, uh, discussing what makes you know what what the interaction with with the audience is like, and what you know what makes it successful for or what allows you guys to um, to not only connect with the audience but make things work so that things like the expo happen, or you know, things like what you're saying about. Uh, interacting with people and exchanging things with them. I mean, it's just uh, phenomenal. I mean, I've, I'll be the first one to say that I've never uh, experienced that without, uh, you know, exchanging money. <laughs> so yeah, but I think I that's mean, awesome you, to hear. You, you can do it, man. I, I mean, anybody can do yeah. it when you, when, when you put in the work, cause you, you have a great show. I, 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 I love Mars attacks. Every time I listen to it, I'm entertained. You've got cool guests. I mean, we don't even have guests and look what we do. <laughs> you know, we've had very few guests compared to most shows. Uh, 
you know, and I try to help people, man, when fucking, when Baco landed KK Downing, and he got him before everybody and their mother fucking talked to, uh, uh, you know, KK. I promoted the shit out of that, man, and I fucking, you know, there was no jealousy. I didn't ask, like, hey, can you hook me up? I just said, hey, brother, I'm so happy. I'm so proud of you. I talked about it on my episode. I, I put it on the page to promote other shows, you know. You know, that that's the attitude everybody should have. Help each other. But if you can tell a fucking dirty mom joke, you know, along the way, so be it. <laughs> Baco actually had the funniest line of the tournament, in my opinion, at least for today. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, when Ken announced that he was supposedly leaving, uh, I, among other people, uh, helped walking off, uh, helped talk him off the ledge. Thankfully, but um, <laughs> uh, Baco writes, uh, "Come clean, Ken. I know what this is all about. You went to bed with forty-two percent lead over Cobras and Fire, and woke up to a thirty-two percent lead. You can't <laughs> take the heat." <laughs> And that's awesome, and it's a fucking joke, okay? Yeah. yeah, like I teased Ken, and he's like, well, I'm going to leave, but, you know, people can still vote. I was like, Jesus, could you be more of a martyr? You're already going to win. Could you imagine the sympathy vote if he did that? Right. Like, oh, Ken Mills died for our sins, and he talks about Kiss. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, <laughs> Kiss. You know? Oh, God, I'm so glad he's back, though, because he should be. I look forward to doing, uh, you know, more recap shows with Ken because I, I, I think it's a fun uh, mix-up because me and Ken are so different, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's, it's a great we, we love each other. I, I love him. He's my brother, man. You know. Yeah. He's a good guy. So, is there any truth to the rumor that you guys would uh, consider doing kiss shows again if uh, you guys win this tournament? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It, you know, cause my whole my whole thing with the with the kiss episodes, and I took a lot of shit for this because now I'm a kiss hater. But I was getting really bothered by uh, the numbers on our kiss episodes because I mean they just kill everything else, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" You know? Yeah. Because what I took away from that is these people don't like our show. But they're just such goddamn fucking sheep kiss fans. Like, obviously, they don't like us or they would listen to the other shit. But, right. oh my God, it's kiss. I got to listen to it. You know, I, I love Van Halen, real Van Halen, not that fucking Sammy bullshit. <laughs> I love that. But there's a couple of Van Halen podcasts that were horrible. So I don't listen to them. You know, right. I couldn't listen to a show that I don't like just because they talk about David Lee Roth. Sure. You know, and, and, and it kind of bothered me that fans didn't have more of an open mind to check out these other episodes because there's so many out. I mean, as much as I know, there's still tons of shit that I never heard. And I've been turned on to so many albums uh, from this podcast because, you know, Ralph picked it or a fan picked it. And I was like, wow, why haven't I been listening to this for 20 years? And fans always love that. You know, our show always sidetracks. There's always jokes and, and make people laugh and shit like that. And a lot of people say, oh, I listen whether I like the album or not because you guys always make me laugh. And I just wanted to encourage that in the other listeners. Like, check out these episodes that we do, you, you know, because you might get turned on by some music that's going to be your new favorite band or, you know, an album that's going to enhance your life. 
You know, that's my favorite thing in the world to do is to turn people on to music because it's the greatest. Music is the greatest thing in the world. That's why we talk about it. And Absolutely. keep an open mind. That's what this shit's all about. So I got real discouraged because I'm sitting here thinking, it's like, Jesus Christ, I love Kiss, but the older I get, you know, I realize, like, God damn, it's not even that great. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'll always love Kiss, but it's like, there's a million other bands other than Kiss, but yeah, they don't have costumes. And I understand Kiss is something bigger than the music. It's the whole package that attracts people. You know, like when I was a kid, when I first became a fan, they, they were more than a band. They were superheroes. I get all that. But if you're just going by music, there's a lot better shit than the fucking elder people. <laughs> you know, it's like, check out some other music. Learn, don't stop listening to music because you turn 20. And just like, oh, I'm only listening to that, you know, what I already know. You know, it, open your mind. Find find some new shit. There's nothing better than finding a new album that is, is your new favorite, you know. That, that's the best. And so I, I did that to the audience. Like, okay, this, this is what you want. I'm going to stop doing this shit until you fucking pay attention to some of this other shit. Because I'm, I'm willing to throw away numbers to do that because I believe in it so much. You know, and and our core audience stays with us, and other people don't come back. But you know, there's a lot of people that miss our, our Kiss reviews. And I, I said, if if they if we win it, the Kiss reviews come, and they will at some point anyway. You know, I just wanted to take a fucking break from it. Uh, but I, yeah, if we win this, Kiss reviews will come back. But I also said to encourage my audience, I said, look, if we get our ass kicked, like just like embarrassingly. Because nobody voted. Me and Ralph are going to take a break. We've only missed two weeks in four and a half years of putting up episodes. I mean, we do this all the time. And we could use a break from each other. Trust me, you know. <laughs> and, and, and we have lives. I mean, people don't understand how much time I put into this every week. And I listen to albums multiple times before I take notes and do all this shit. I actually, I know it sounds terrible, but I do put work into it to be that bad. Uh, <laughs> you know. And, and, yeah, I have a life. I'd like to do shit. You, you know, how much overtime I turn down because I'm doing podcasts or I do my radio show on Saturdays and stuff. I It really kind of dictates my life. Uh, so I could use a break from the shit. But we said, yeah, if you guys just don't show up, then we're going to take a fucking break. If you don't care enough to click on something that takes two seconds to show how much you love this show. But, you know, we still, we got a, a decent number, but it's nothing like the listenership, you know, and, and that's a shame. I right. was hoping this Mo this Motley Crue uh, episode that we just put out, and we knew that was going to do well, because everybody loves Motley Crue, and I love to make fun of them, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I put it out there, and we're still getting about the same result. I mean, we're still getting by, but it ain't the kind of numbers that are going to beat Ken Mills and, and the Kiss Army. But now, if everybody who listened voted we would <laughs> you know so so it, it, it's like when my download numbers are quadrupling my voting numbers it's a little discouraging you know and hell you even got to knock off like a hundred of that for people who are just friends that are voting to show you know friendship right uh it's funny andrew jacobs actually sent me a an email today going oh i guess three sides of the coin aren't the only people who use bots to get vo uh, votes. And he posted three people uh, who shared uh, the poll. Mm -hmm. But they're all three people I know. <laughs> you know, so it's like, 
hey, asshole, I know these people. They're, I, I go, it's something you don't have. It's called friends. I have real friends that are trying to help me out. It's not the same as fucking three sides of the coin paying for numbers, okay? I'm just having friends put the word out there. And and I can't think of it. I can't think of anybody who anybody in this tournament who hasn't shared trying to get votes, right. you know. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> You're ultimately becoming his best friend without you realizing it. Yeah, yeah. He he probably talks to me more than he does the voices in his head. <laughs> Fucking shut in. And oh, and getting God. back to the uh, elder, I know you prefer Van Halen three over the elder. Oh God, I don't know. I don't know. I think I got to take the elder over that. I don't know. That that's how bad that shit is. Ooh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave or the grave. Any of that shit without without Dave there. Oh, that's terrible. It, it's funny when when we were going over to uh, to Aaron Camaro's house for we usually do a a day after the expo party at Aaron Camaro's right. and uh, <laughs> VIP Scott Stein. He's always our chauffeur for the week. God bless him, man. He he drives us around, takes us everywhere. He put the elder on in the car, <laughs> you know, and, and Ralph's loving it, and everybody's laughing. And he's like, and he looks back at me, goes, "I just want to hear your commentary, <laughs> you know, just so I can so I can bitch about Odyssey, you know." But yeah, I, I still think that's better than Gary Sharon. Jesus. Actually, Sharon, I I got to talk to him once in person before podcasting or anything. And, oh, yeah. um, Did he yeah, apologize? <laughs> he was actually cool about it. He he said um, something to the extent of him being like really proud of of that album, but that he he grew up a Van Halen fan, so that he he thought that Alex and Eddie were crazy to go around saying that that was like their best album ever. Because he said, yeah. "Hey, I I grew up idolizing David Lee Roth." He says, "Nothing is going to be better for me." Than that Roth era of Van Halen. But then he told me, you know, at the same time, he goes, no one that grew up with Van Halen turns down this spot. So he goes, I was, oh, yeah. I was, I was fucked either way. So. Oh yeah, and, no, I believe that. And he, hey, he may be a nice guy, but uh, that don't mean I got to buy his records. <laughs> he, actually, you know he, he actually crapped on Sammy though when I spoke to him. <laughs> oh, good, good for him. Okay, maybe I got a little bit more esteem for Gary Sharon. I actually had to, I had to see Extreme open up for David Lee Roth. Woo. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Extreme and Cinderella opening up for Dave on the Little, oh, Ain't, okay. yeah, Little Ain't Enough tour. Was yeah. it before that? Or... No, no, it was. They were on the Porno Graffiti tour. Cinderella okay. was on the Heartbreak Station tour, okay. and uh, Dave was on Little Ain't Enough. <laughs> Yeah, you know why? Because um, Cinderella opened for them for Eat 'Em and Smile as well. It was half the tour was them, and the other half was Tesla. I think before anyone knew who Tesla was. Right, and I, I saw Tesla around that time open for uh, Alice Cooper, my first rock concert. Which uh, fuck? Oh yeah. It, it's it's either yeah. My first concert was Julio Iglesias. I can't brag about that, but my first rock concert, <laughs> and 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 the anniversary is coming up this month. I got to look it up. Uh, yeah, I know it was October of 87. Um, yeah, it was uh, Tesla on their first tour, opened up for Alice Cooper on the Constrictor tour. And when I talked <laughs> to Troy Laquetta at the uh, at the, uh, the expo, expo yeah. he, he remembered the show specifically. Actually, he remembered a show that Ralph was at as well. But I think uh, our show might have been the first show that they took over on the Cooper tour because it was Megadeth 
uh, opening up earlier in the tour and uh, for Alice, and then they took over. How how did you get uh, wrangled into seeing Julio Iglesias? Oh, my grandparents took me. <laughs> you know, they're like they're like, oh, we got Ian this weekend, and uh, I guess he's going to Julio Iglesias with us. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like at the height of that. Tell the girls I love before shit. Oh boy, was it terrible. Uh, I grew up listening to that shit every weekend. Thankfully, never oh. got to see him live. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> lucked out. You know, hey, I'm sure he's a nice guy, you know. Well, first show I ever got to see was, uh wasn't Julio Iglesias, but it was the Gypsy Kings with uh, with the Cover Girls and Noel at the uh, Queens County Fair. Had a cousin take me. Oh, you want to wow. go see a concert? I'm like, okay, sure. I'm thinking, you know, maybe something cool and it ends up being that. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first like real rock concert? Real rock show. Um, I got to think cuz cuz there was uh, my my folks were really fucking strict and weird about us going to see shows. Um I think the first thing I, I got to see was um, maybe ACDC on the Ball Breaker tour, and, and I'm talking about me being in my 20s. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, how, old, how old are you? I'll be 45 this month. <laughs> okay, so we're about the same. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be 45 in May. So, yeah, we're, we're a couple months apart. Yeah, I saw Ball Breaker tour. That was a good show. What the hell am I? I'm trying to think. That was '96. There had to have been something that I saw uh, n- that. '95, I think. '95. Trying think. to think. I got to see that Lollapalooza with Metallica was on it, but I think that was after, maybe. I think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow. So. Like, you- I got, you got to a see sh- a lot of sheltered sh- childhood. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to see a lot of shit here in Spain uh, when I would come over as a kid. But you know, they were like Spanish rock bands or like pop rock shit. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, fi- figure um, Maiden had had a riot uh, at, at you know in Jersey <laughs> when I was a kid, um, and then ACDC did like the the, the next year. So that like wiped out going to see any shows for me for like I don't know how long because it was it was between the church bullshit and uh and and bands that were coming along rioting so it was uh, a right. thing to do. I remember a friend of mine in high school uh we got all excited the first time me and my friends got to see Kiss was on the Hot in the Shade tour. Okay. And uh my friend Kevin was going to go but at the last minute his parents wouldn't let him and I, I think we were we were 16 at the time. Uh, they wouldn't let him go because they took him to a Pointer Sisters concert in 1984 and somebody smoked a joint. <laughs> so they're like, you're not going to see Kiss. They smoked joints at the Pointer Sisters. What would they do at a Kiss concert? So so he, he couldn't go. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 have to, I have to take that back. I saw um, uh, Crowbar with Souls at Zero and... Um, nice, nice. And Sacred Reich before that. Um Oh, say I never got to see Sacred Reich. Yeah, I, I got this. I got to see them because I was in good with their label, and they played. It was fucking Thanksgiving. They played at a at a shitty place in Jersey. Um, 
and I got to see them sound check and everything, which was uh, pretty cool. The the interesting thing with that is the drummer for Crowbar, uh, Craig um, Nunemacher at the time. Is that his yeah, drum? Yeah, who, en- who ended up in Black Label Society later on. Yeah, great and, and drummer. Souls at Zero was Ratchild America, who had changed their name to try to change up their music style because they became more right. like um, like a groove metal type thing as opposed to thrash. Right. Right. And and their drummer was Shannon Larkin, who ended up going on. To, oh no, um, shit! Yeah, He's yeah. In, what? Uh, what wasn't he in? Uh, Shannon Larkin is he in Godsmack now? He's in Godsmack now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but poor um, bastard. <laughs> well, the. The, the uh, drum solo that he does with them is actually pretty cool. It's probably one of the only drum solos I've ever seen that's like worth anything. Cause, um, oh, is that when when him and Sully do a co drum yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Which is I'm not cool. not a fan of them at all. But hey, good for him. I mean, that's I'm sure it's a better paycheck, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I I'll, I'll admit to liking their shit up until about two albums ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> but hey. you know, whatever. No judgments here. I'll still be your friend. I'm not going to quit the tournament. Yeah, there you go. You're not going to send any uh, messages behind anyone's back saying, don't like this guy. I didn't say that. I just said I'm not going to leave the tournament, okay? okay? (laughs) Baby steps. I'm I'm not going to – all right. Let's not get carried away now. (laughs) Very sensitive. Want me to show you where? (laughs) I'll I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I knew I knew there was something before that. I'm like, nah, 96 was too too long gone. My memory's yeah. crapping out on me for some reason. But uh yeah. I've gotten to see some decent shit over here. Uh I but bet I mean, you get to, you get to many festivals? I when I first moved over here there were more festivals that were like close to me like about an hour away 40 minutes away so there was like a bunch of different shit that i got to see that was pretty cool like i got to see crazy stuff that had like um suicidal tendencies with marilyn manson and uh like devil driver and then right crammed in the middle is journey (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome yeah i've been trying to uh i've been trying to plan uh my eventual honeymoon around Vakken because we want to go to Europe for, for honeymoon and I want to plan it around Vakken because I mean, that's a dream come true to, to go to that, you know? Well, I'll I'll let you in on a little secret. I don't know if you've been keeping up with them, but they have an official like video show and they show you like the new things that they're doing to the, um, to the like grounds of, of oh, I, I I saw that the the whole like new drainage system and everything they put in and yeah, did you see their their uh, beer tap system they put in? No, that I, I didn't. I think the last one I saw was the drainage system that they did. Okay, so uh, this was they premiered it last year at last year's Vakken. Um, they decided that instead of taking um, kegs out in the field that it was better to have like a central location where all the kegs were kept and then they would have taps going out all over the the field. So wow. they, they have tents set up all over the place uh, where you can just walk up and get and get beer without, you know, and it's all on tap, it's all cold, it's all ready to go. So um Well, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, but 
you never know because there's a podcast out of Poland that's trying to get me banned from Vakken, you know, because of my Polak jokes. So, right. so you you never know. But I I hope I I pass the audition. Now, now the, uh, Vakken's amazing. I mean, the, the day after the the um, the festival ends, they sell out the following year's tickets. Yeah, that's I know, that, and that's the thing. You you, you got to buy them without even knowing who's going. But I mean, without, regardless, yeah. there's going to be somebody you love. But I, I'd like to do that thing where you do the uh, the camping pass, and you can camp there, and, right? You know, but we're torn because because the old lady wants to go to Krampus, and I want to go to Vakken. But uh, huh. you know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see who wins. I hope somebody cool is playing Krampus. <laughs> I'll probably lose. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, even if you don't get there, uh, I, th- I think since I've been here like almost fifteen years, um, a lot of like festivals have evolved to the point that there's a lot of quality festivals all over the place. So even yeah. like I mean, Vakken's the I, biggest. I, I wish we could get that here. You know, I wish we could get that kind of. You know, maybe, maybe it's something American. We just don't want to come together. <laughs> you know, everybody just wants to fight. I wish we could have a festival like that here would be amazing. You know, like that kind of true metal, you know, not just a cock rock right. festival or something like that. And it, it's a damn shame, you know, because that would be yeah, incredible. They're, they're, they're all mixes because if uh, if you think about, I mean, Vakken is more like straight straight ahead, like metal, basically. Right. Um, but like download and like even Hellfest, Hellfest, yeah. which is in France, that's right. fucking huge. And that that's four days, and they have like all types of hard rock and metal, everything from like you know, as you just mentioned, like cock rock stuff, all the way to like black metal or death metal or yeah, you know, and, 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 that, and that's rotating. smart. That's smart because how yeah. else are you going to get people to go to fucking France? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you got to give them a bang for their buck. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we've had I – mean, like I said, the, the festivals that I had close to me were cool, but it, it all came apart because there was infighting between promoters and trying to you know, outdo one another. So what ended up happening was there were two major festivals that were essentially three hours from one another, right. and they ended up fucking one another just out of spite. They they went up against one another and they both ended up going down. Neither one has come back again just because they they weren't able to pull enough people and they um, uh, they get a lot of money from local uh, local funding uh, from yeah. like tourist uh, boards and shit like that because they figure all right if we fund this concert we're gonna make. X amount back due to all the people that come here to uh, to check it out, and you know, and that'll stay here the weekend, and you know, uh, whatever, stay hotels or, or buy food or, or go shopping or whatever. So in the end, they figure out right, it's a win-win situation for everyone. Well, mm-hmm. if you're expecting seventy thousand people and you only get twenty thousand, um, they're pulling funding, and that's exactly what happened. Well, the first problem is you know who who promoted that shit was Andrew Jacobs. <laughs> well, you know, gotta watch who you align with. <laughs> uh, but I, awesome, I wanted to gossip, so you didn't hear it about you. Didn't hear it from me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
Cool, man. It's always fun to to talk with you. And, and like uh, I said, I I, I, I thank it. you for yeah for for always being like one of the people that get what I'm trying to get across. So oh, I do, and I, I appreciate your brother. And uh, you know, th- this started out, you know, in case there is anybody still listening, uh, this started out as I just wanted to talk to you today. You know, but there was right. so much fucking drama rama that it, it right. involved into, into what it did, you know. But I came up with the idea, like, let's talk about it, record it, put it out mm-hmm. there so people have the option. And there's going to be people who just won't listen, you know, because right. because they hate me. But I hope that, that some other people maybe who were on the fence or just curious did listen and maybe you can explain to somebody and maybe I'd change somebody's mind. And, uh, you know, maybe I did it. You know, there's probably going to be a certain group of people that hate me even more now. But you know what? I I don't feel bad because I stand behind everything I said. I didn't lie or bullshit about anything. Uh, You know, I'm just trying to give you guys the honest to God truth. Take it. Take it where you want it. Uh, I want nothing but success for this tournament. Uh, I don't want it to be about me. Uh, and I'm the same way with the expo. I want the expo to be successful and it's much bigger than, than, than me or, or, or my show with Ralph. You know, I want to see these podcasts come together and take over and fill the void that, that radio has left. And there's a lot of potential here, you know, but you know, let's band together a little bit, you know, but just realize not everybody has to be best friends and different people have different shows and that's okay. You know? Yeah. And, and, and just, don't get caught talking shit about me <laughs> or, you know, it's going to come back and bite you in the fucking ass. So there you go. But I want to, th- I want to thank you, Victor, you know, for giving me this fucking, you know, uh, you know, soapbox to stand on for these two hours. <laughs> I, I appreciate it, brother. And I, I love talking to you. I could talk to you for like fucking hours. We, we got to get you on the show. I mean, I know, uh, you know, you know, it's hard because, you know, you're in Spain and all the different schedules. and uh, But we yeah. need to figure something out. I would love to have you on. The, I mean, my dream is to have you on, uh, you know, and, and talk about some John Bush anthrax would be great because you have so much insight on that. You've done an amazing interview with John Bush. And anybody who hasn't heard it, check that out, uh, you know, and, and all your shows. And support this shit, man, you know, and maybe someday Ear Peeler could come back or, Something else, like it, like you know, a whole new entity, you know, where we can get the word out about these shows. Nothing but good could come from it if you support it, you know. So, uh, I thank you, brother. Thank you for listening to the Mars Attacks podcast. This concludes our show. 